Picture yourself dragging this area before the feet of Jesus. Picture Jesus sitting on his throne and you have this food addiction or you have this uh, fleshly addiction, anything, alcohol, whatever it is, picture yourself dragging it before the Lord and throwing it at his feet. And then you kneeling before him and saying, I prioritize this thing for far too long. I'm turning my heart to you and I'm taking my hands off of this thing that has held me bound. Y'all, we are deep into January. Where has the time gone? Like January is flying. I remember it felt like just a minute ago, I was anticipating 2023, ringing in the new year with my family. And here we are about 11 days into January. I don't know if it's because the older I get, time seems to be flying. Either way, we're at the midway mark and we are closer to our corporate fast. And I'm so looking forward to this. And that's what we're going to talk about today, y'all. I truly hope you're getting excited about our upcoming fast. And what I mean by excited is excited. I mean, if you're feeling like there's something for you in this, that God wants to meet with you in this fast, then I want you to be truly excited. I know that fasting can be hard. I remember in my youth when people would talk about fasting from my church and I would think, why would anybody do that on purpose? Like who wants to not eat on purpose? I had those thoughts. And so I don't think I ever really fasted as a teenager or um, even in my early 20s, I never really fasted. And if I did, it couldn't have been more than once a year because I just did not think that was a good time. And I had no desire to tell my flesh no or to make my flesh do something it absolutely did not want to do. So fasting was hard for me. And it might be feeling hard for you to wrap your mind around saying no or turning down your plate for a period of time. I get that. I truly get that. And what I would say to you is give it a chance. If you are struggling in your flesh, if you feel like you have tried everything under the sun, you've been on every diet known to man, you have tried mental strategies, you've tried the the exercise route, you've tried combinations of those things, You've tried maybe the pharmaceutical route where you've taken things over the counter, hoping to get your weight under control and none of it has worked, then maybe, just maybe it's a stronghold and it's a stronghold that none of those things can fix. And maybe it's a stronghold that only your savior can come in and heal. That's why we're fasting. So I titled this freedom fast for a reason, because you are going to be fasting for your freedom. Now, is this fast only for people who struggle with food issues? Absolutely not. If you struggle in any way in your flesh, then this fast is for you. Whether you are a smoker or a vapor, or maybe you are struggling with pornography or or just you know binge watching Netflix consistently because you're trying to avoid life in general. Maybe social media has gotten out of hand for you. It could be any host of issues that are plaguing you. If you feel like you're in a pit and you have no way out, there's nothing that you can do that can fix it except to turn to your savior. And that's why we're fasting. We're not fasting because it feels great because you get hungry and you get tired during a fast. And we're going to acknowledge that, but you still need to fast so that you can empty yourself out and fill up on the Lord. And I'm going to go deeper into that in just a little bit. But I want you to understand that fasting is a weapon. It's a weapon against the enemy. Do you remember in the last podcast where I shared with you 
the scripture from Isaiah 58. I'm going to remind you of that scripture because fasting is a way to break a yoke, any kind of yoke. And you know, when you when you think of a yoke, you think of like maybe two horses or two oxes and they have that bar across their shoulders or their back and they're yoked together and they're pulling a heavy load. That's the image of us, what we look like when we're yoked to sin, when a sin has us. It is a, number one, a symbol that you're a servant to something, you're a slave to something. That animal has no control over its time or the way it spends its life. It's yoked to that thing and only its master can give it relief. And number two, when you're yoked to something, you're tied to it and you cannot separate yourself from it. So that's why the Bible says we're yoked and we can be yoked into sin. We also can be yoked to Jesus, which is a beautiful picture because he says that his burden is easy and his yoke is light. He bears the weight of it for us. We just kind of stand up under his authority. And when we're yoked to him, his burden is light. But if you're yoked to anything other than Jesus, that thing will drag you around. And it is a horrible master. Not only is it a horrible master, but ultimately it will destroy you or try to bring you to a uh, untimely demise. Unfortunately, that's the that's the entire goal of a yoke. So in Isaiah 58, we see this promise that says, is not this the fast that I choose? We're talking about you fasting and maybe denying your flesh something for a period. It goes on to say, is not this the fast that I choose to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Fasting is a yoke breaker. I promise you, God's word never fails and it is true. If you trust him on this and you go into this fast, just remember one thing. He's a yoke breaker and he doesn't fail at his word. His word has always and will forever accomplish what he sent it to do. I tell you that I'm going to remind you of that for as long as we're together. I will keep speaking that truth over you because I want you to know God's word will sustain you and it will make you true. If you believe it, it will make your life bow down and do exactly what he sent it to do. And so that is the word of God. If you're yoked to something and it is dragging you around, then this freedom fast is for you. Now I want to share with you some of the details about the fast. So there are three things we're going to focus on in this fast. Well, we know why we're fasting, number one, because we want to break the yoke off of our lives, a sinful yoke that has been choking us and weighing us down and not allowing us the freedom that we should have in Christ. So that's why we're doing the fast. Number two, during this fast, we're going to focus on humbling ourselves before God. In Joel 2, verses 12 and 13, and this is the ESV translation, it says, yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping and with mourning and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord, your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And he relents over disaster. Listen, we're going to take Joel as the mission statement for this fast. We are going to humble ourselves and turn back to the Lord. And you might always have been walking with the Father. You might be faithful in going to church, but maybe in this one area you find that it is whipping you around and that you are choosing it consistently. 
in this area, this area that has held you bound, you're going to drag this area. Picture yourself dragging this area before the feet of Jesus. Picture Jesus sitting on his throne and you have this food addiction or you have this uh, fleshly addiction, anything, alcohol, whatever it is, picture yourself dragging it before the Lord and throwing it at his feet. And then you kneeling before him and saying, I prioritize this thing for far too long. I'm turning my heart to you and I'm taking my hands off of this thing that has held me bound. And you are going to be my Lord over this. That's what we're doing in this fast. We're going to humble ourselves. We're going to break the yoke. And the last thing we're going to do is be filled anew. Because when you let go of something, if you don't fill that space with something else that is right, all the bad habits will come back. And you don't even need a lesson or a sermon on that because I've lived it. And if you've lived longer than five years, then you know what I'm talking about. If you start an exercise and diet program and you don't maintain it, all the old habits creep back in. If you don't sweep your house clean, if you don't get rid of all the junk and then fill it with something else, then all the old things will come back to rest on you. So we're going to focus on filling up on something new and we're going to fill up on the word of God. We're going to fill up on his grace and his mercy and his truth. That is what we're going to do in this fast. So these are our three focus points during the fast. We're going to break the yoke. We're going to humble ourselves before God. And finally, we're going to be filled anew. And that is our focus. The next thing I want to talk about is how we're going to fast. I want to give you the details in this episode. So this is how we're going to fast. We're going to fast for 10 days at the beginning of February. So we have plenty of time to work up to this, to ask God to give us a desire for it, to get up our, our energy for it and to prepare. So you'll have plenty of time to get to the grocery store and do and purchase the things that you need to purchase. Now, the how of fasting is going to be varied for many of us because we're all coming from different walks of life with different schedules, different family circumstances. It's going to look different for everyone. I'm just going to throw out a few ideas to get your mind pumping. But what I really want you to do is meet with the Father and ask the Lord, what kind of fast are you calling me to? Listen, I can tell you a million different things of what you can do, but if God has a specific thing he wants you to do, that's the better thing to do. So I'm going to push you always in the in the direction of honoring God and seeking him first before you make any of these decisions, even before you make a decision to start a fast. So here are the options I want to share with you. So one of the options is you can fast from morning till sunset. And what that looks like is you can deny yourself food from morning and then at sunset and sunsets earlier in the winter. So that will maybe help you out a little bit, but you can deny yourself food during the day. And then at sunset, you can break your fast. That's one way you can do it. If you need a little more food than that, maybe from morning until sunset, you can have a liquid diet. You can drink green drinks or smoothies during that time just to stave off the hunger. Or if you're on medication and your doctor says you need to do that in particular, then do that. You can fast in a multitude of ways. Maybe if this is your first time and that sounds too difficult for you to do, then consider fasting for the 10 days, but fasting every day during your lunch period at work or at school. You can take that lunch period and dedicate it to God. And instead of eating, you can spend that time in prayer and worship and reading the word of God. And you turn your heart to the father during that time. 
There's also non-food fast. And one way to do a non-food fast is maybe fast from social media. You can take a break from going on all of the social media sites. You could also take a break from utilizing your phone for entertainment. And I get that we all need our phones for maybe maybe directions or using the timer, whatever that is. That's not the focus. The focus is denying your flesh something that you love or that you find pleasurable. And if you find it fun to game on your phone, if you find it fun to watch Netflix on your phone, then maybe for that 10 days in February, you forego all of that. And the time that you would usually Netflix and chill, maybe you just pray and worship and read during that time. You could also fast and continue eating throughout. One of the ways I fasted when I had just had a baby is I went on what we call a Daniel fast. And you you can read about it in the book of Daniel. Um, Daniel asked to not eat the king's rich food. And instead, he just ate fruits and vegetables. And so I've done a Daniel fast. Now, a Daniel fast can be tricky because you'll start to maybe compromise a little bit and say, olive oil is a is a vegetable. Well, in actuality, it's not. Um, it's the it's the byproduct of a vegetable. They pressed it. They they gathered the oil from that olive. So just be careful about the Daniel fast because if you're gonna do a Daniel fast and you really wanna be fasting for the Lord and denying yourself, then you're gonna wanna let go of the rich foods. You're not gonna wanna see how much or how close you can get to the edge. That's not the point of a fast. The point of a fast is to deny your flesh, to lay all of that aside and honor God. That's the point of the fast. So if you're already feeling like, well, maybe I can make this work. Um, This is a vegetable or this is a fruit or cherry pie is a fruit and flour is, you know, is a vegetable. It comes from the wheat plant then you, you've lost sight of what this fast is all about. It's not to see if you can still maintain eating some rich foods in some way. That's not the point of the fast. So when you go on a Daniel fast, you're going to think about eating whole foods and vegetables. And yes, you can have spices to jazz up your food. So if you eat a baked potato for dinner and some steamed broccoli, that's a simple meal that you can eat on the Daniel fast. Yes, you can eat oranges and apples. And yes, you can have a multitude of fruits and vegetables. I would steer clear personally of any oils or any kind of rich foods. If you do feel like you need a little bit more as far as fat goes, then maybe eat nuts in their whole form. Rather than eating peanut butter, which is a rich, oily food, maybe you just eat the plain peanuts. But you can do that if you feel like that's where God is leading you. So pray into this and ask God what kind of fast he has planned for you. So I think those are the main details. We have our three focus points. You know that it's going to be the first 10 days in February. And then on that 11th day, you're going to wake up and you're going to break your fast and you're going to break it with praise and worship. Now, the last thing I'll share with you is what you're going to be doing during the fast. The main focus of this fast is to pray. It's to spend time in prayer. It's to spend time worshiping the Father. And it's also to spend time reading his word. Those are the three main focus points of what you're going to be doing while you're fasting. Now on my website, I plan to leave notes for you there and prayers for you there. So if you feel like you don't even know what to pray about, I'm going to give you some prayer starters and help you out as you're fasting. 
I'll also be available in the God's Perfect Size Facebook group in case you have any questions. And we have a wonderful community there. If you ask a question or you need prayer, there will be people in that community who will pray for you. You might find as you're fasting that things come up in your spirit that you maybe haven't dealt with in a long time. That's a possibility. If you need prayer, don't hesitate to reach out and get prayer. Leave a message in the Facebook group. You can even private message me in the Facebook group because it's not just me. I have a few friends who make up our team and we will all be covering you in prayer during this time of fasting. So if you feel like it gets a little heavy for you, don't go it alone. There's a community who loves you and who will absolutely lift you up in prayer. Utilize it. We'll be waiting for you in case you need it. And if you have a testimony about things that are happening during the fast, please share that in the Facebook group. We would love to celebrate with you and praise God with you. So make sure you come into that group and share the good things that God is doing with you during the fast. I, for one, will be super excited to cheer you on and to hear what the Lord is working out in your life. Listen, this is a little encouragement, and I will say, if you are still on the fence about this fast for 10 days, if you feel like you just can't do it, if your mind in any way comes close to saying, I don't think I can do this even for God, then I would encourage you of all people to do it for the Lord because it's going to feel hard. The enemy is going to tell you that you cannot give this up. And what the enemy is trying to do is make you believe that food, that this thing, that this this vice is your God and you can't give it up, but you can. And God is able to help you let it go. If you trust him, if you just open your hands to the father and say, take this from me, I'm going to give you my yes, Lord. I'm going to give you my yes to this fast. God will be faithful and he is there. He will walk you through it and he will set you free. All that anxiety and that anxiousness that's being stirred up in you is most likely the enemy trying to stop you from doing something good that God has for you. The enemy sees that breakthrough on the other side. We don't often see it, but he he does. And when that fight gets intense, it's because he's trying to keep you from it. He's trying to keep you from your breakthrough and he's trying to keep you from the blessings on the other side of that thing. Don't let him win. Don't let the enemy win. I will say to you a million times, choose God. He's worth it and he's faithful and he will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask for, think, or imagine. Trust him in the process and give God your yes. You're not giving me your yes. You're giving God your yes and let him set you free. That's my encouragement for you. I hope that you are getting excited. I pray that you are going to give God your yes we can do this together, y'all. We're going to have this corporate fast and we can have a corporate breakthrough and a corporate dance party as we receive the victory on the other side of this. So get ready. It's coming February 1st. Get your groceries together, get your mind right with it and get your heart ready to turn to the Father. Thank you for welcoming me into your homes or wherever you're listening to me at. I'm so grateful that you spent time with me and I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Bye y'all.